Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. Welcome back. This week we are on episode 14 of Unveiled with Neva Nessa, which is a Go Loud original podcast. Well, hello. We are back. We are back and broken. Back and broken. For anyone who probably knows, I have usually a bit of a high-pitched voice. They can probably tell it's a little bit broken today because we were at All Together Now, which would have been like two weeks ago now with this pod going out. But it was loads of fun. My body, I don't know, like it's my age. I'm hoping it's just the mud and stuff that is making me feel like, <laughs> oh, Neva, I feel so old. My hips hurt. They've never hurt before. I just feel like I'm so, my body is so tired. Usually it takes me like a day or two to recoup, but I feel, still feel so wrecked. I don't know if anyone was at all together now that was listening. Sorry for the people that weren't. But for anyone who was there, it was like torrential rain on the Friday. And it was like, auction. if you ever seen the, the iconic photos of auction in 2010. Seven. 2007, yeah. sorry, 2007. <laughs> it was literally like that. It was a whole mud bath. It was like a slurry pit. Yeah. Like a mud bath, forget that. It was beyond, it was like biblical. Yeah, it was mad. Like people's tents were going away. Yeah, there was like a yellow warning wind. There was tens going up in the air, flying everywhere. Thankfully, we were actually in glamping, so we weren't as bad as the other campers but my god yeah but it was still amazing can we talk to me though because we have EP coming up and I want to get a little bit excited for EP yeah so for anyone who doesn't know we're going to be at EP we're, we're just going to keep telling us this right yeah. up to EP just to try and like <laughs> penetrate your brain don't forget us yeah so I want to ask you Ness with EP coming up who did you love seeing at All Together and who are you excited to see at EP okay my Sorry, my hands down. I'm like, put my hands up in the air and we're getting ready to party again. I'd follow Annie Mac to the gates of hell. Oh. It was torrential rain and it just made it even better. It did, didn't it? She played every song you'd ever want to hear. Oh, I know. It was like hooking up the best Spotify playlist ever. And then just doing her whole remix, which was honestly amazing. And then she did the Sinead O'Connor. Oh my God. Bicep mix. It was so good. The next morning I was in my town, I was watching it, Dave was like, and then this year you're going to have to stop watching that now. I'd honestly watched like 39 times. And come here, I feel like you should tell everyone what happened to you at the sing-along social. Oh, God. <laughs> I got very sad at sing-along social. Very emotional. Because they, the Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. Anyone who's been to sing-along social, it's like a communal karaoke. It's the best thing ever. It's a non-negotiable at a festival. Oh, it's brilliant. It's like a Barack of 5,000. It just like, <laughs> gives you exactly what you need. So they sing all these different songs and then they did Sinead O'Connor and nothing compares to you but the whole energy just stopped like and then everybody started doing a cappella, and then the sun came out. The sun, when the sun came out out of nowhere everybody I actually am getting chills now. now. It was like, I'm not joking, it was like she was there in spirit and then Nessa was very emotional. Bit, like a bit embarrassing actually. No, I was emotional too but I just felt like it really like hit you It started hard. bubbling up. Yeah, and then I couldn't stop and then afterwards me and David went back to the tent and I was like I just feel like Ireland let her down David and David was like okay no that's enough <laughs> but you're so right Ireland just did stop. let her down yeah I know but like don't get me on because then I'm going <laughs> again but on to EP right who sorry who are your favourite acts who are my favourite acts yeah. Annie Mac was one sing along social this woman called Primary Colours oh, yeah, was incredible yeah Taurus was good amazing Laboon was very good yeah 
I was really let down by Sugar Babes. But you know what? They weren't good at Westlife either. So yeah, they, they were with their sound engineer. If their production team is listening, <laughs> the sound needs to be better. Because I thought they were brilliant. Their songs were whopper, but... Just the sound wasn't good. Yeah, they need to be put in a tent, I think, rather yeah. than on stage. But for EP, right? Mm, who am I looking forward to seeing? Yeah, unveiled, obviously. Smash. <laughs> yeah. Unveiled, smash. Big smash. Hold my drink, smash. Yeah, smash. Talk, Talk about bollocks. Smash. Huge smash. <laughs> and then I am really looking forward to obviously seeing Fred again. My God, I feel like I'm going to just rock it out of the grass. I can't wait to see Belters Only as well. The Belters Only. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's so many good acts. The Killers are on the Sunday, Billy Eilish, Niall Horan. Like, it's probably one of the best lineups ever. Yeah, it was getting a bit of a battering. Yeah. I think it's really good. I think it's amazing. Yeah, people weren't happy with it, but I wonder who they're going to replace for Lewis Capaldi. Oh, they have replaced them. I don't think they've... They have Paolo Nutini, babe. And I'm so disappointed. Nothing to to Paolo Nutini. Well, yesterday, right, you know you plan, like, your kind of self-care routine when you come home from Mm. the festival. So I, looking back now, made a foolish choice. Yeah. I went to see Barbie, okay? I thought it was going to be, like, funny, cutesy, lol. Oh no, it's amazing. Punctured my heart. Yeah. And kind of encapsulates encapsulates what I'm not saying that word right, encapsulates what um we're gonna be talking about today, which is kind of like beauty standards, isn't it? Mm. And just like I I I thought like I know it's kind of had a divide opinion on the movie, but I just felt like the message yeah, there was a really deep message in there. Yeah, like I mean spoiler for anybody who sees it, but it's kind of basically just about how much shit women have to put up with and how we're stamped down. Mm. You have to want to be thin and to be thin, but never say that you want to be thin. You want to say you want to be healthy and then Mm. you want to be like a career woman, but then you don't want to just be all about your career because you need to be at home with your kids as Mm. well. And then you need to be pretty, but don't be a threat to other women. And it's just Mm. all these balancing acts. It was like what you were saying. I don't know if anyone listened to episode two and it was like, you know, keeping up with society norms. And you actually said a great thing in episode two about like, you know, you have to work hard, but you have to be home with your kids, but you need to be out socializing. Yeah. And like you need the to balance be, a life. Like, just the balance of life, which is sometimes just literally impossible. Yeah. But yeah, the movie is really good. You should definitely go see it. I cried twice. I just thought it was fantastic. The whole, there's a, there's a moment with the mother. Oh, and like, so, I went with oh my God. pregnant friend who's having a girl and she was like, this is too much. I was like, it's too much, Aideen. This is too much. For <laughs> Aideen. Bless her. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so we're kind of come on to like beauty standards and... Well, have you been watching the Kardashians latest season? Of course I have. Yeah, I mean... I tell you every week I'm I go sorry. back. But it's yeah. over now, thankfully. Like, I've been pissed off for weeks about it. I've been pissed off with the last episode and the huge PR stunt. Yeah, is this the, the beauty standards? Yeah. So Kylie Jenner... I was like, I just feel like, you know, we need to be having a conversation with ourselves about the beauty standards that we set. Now, first of all, that's a PR line, okay? Oh, that's Tracy Romulus or whatever her name is, has been like girls, people. And when would Kylie ever do her sister's makeup? She's perched up on using Kylie Cosmetics on Corinne. Oh, like, oh. vomit. Like, do a subtle sell, please. <laughs> Come on. You have enough money. But, like, what Kylie Jenner has said was that she was like, we need to have a conversation about the type of beauty standards that we're setting. And she's mm. like, I don't want my daughter to go through what I went through. <clears throat> she's talking about how she used to hate her ears and blah, blah, blah. And then, I don't know, did she get her ears pinned back or something? No, I don't think she did, but her lips, obviously. I just thought that was mad that she said that when she's changed her whole face and she's calling out her ears. I couldn't agree more. This is where my, I just think it's reckless, right? Yeah. 
is they want to start having these, and I'm doing air quotes, like honest conversations about beauty standards and we should all love ourselves and be happy with what we have. But they won't be transparent about what they have had. Yes. And like, I don't know, I'm sure you have because you love Andy Cohen, but Andy Cohen is like Mr. Bravo, basically. Like, yeah. creators all the shows and... Mm. He did the Kardashians reunion, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like to Kim Kardashian, he was like, do you guys think you're setting an unattainable beauty standard? And Kim Kardashian was like, no, because we get up and do the work, we work hard, we eat well, we work out. But you have the money to get endless amazing facials, fillers. So that's so reckless Yeah. to be saying, oh, well, we work out because then it's making people who are... I suppose, trying to lead the life they're putting out. Mm. I'd be like, well, I'm doing all that work and I don't look like that. I know. But Andy Cohen did say, when they were talking about plastic surgery and stuff, they were like, you know, I've only had like one nose job and I haven't even had Botox. And he was like, come on. And then Kim Kardashian was like... They they didn't have Botox. Uh, Chloe said she doesn't have Botox, right? And he was like, Kim Kardashian was like, right, cut the cameras. He's like, I'm going to tell you exactly what we've all had done because this is never going out because they produced the reunion. So he's like, it's never going to come out. But they stopped the tapes and they tell me everything that they've got done. And he said that? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, which I'm very surprised he kind of even said that. Then on the other end, I kind of have a little bit of empathy for them as well. Because, well, not a little bit, I do have empathy for them because they're scrutinised. Yeah, they okay? are. Anything they do. And they're not the first ones to, okay, they have led with the whole setting of our era's beauty standard for a while, I think with like the BBL, so like the Brazilian bum lifts, the lips, all that sort of stuff. But that has been projected onto them before by other people Mm. and also like us, I feel, the people who follow them or whatever, tear them to shreds if they look any way less than perfect. Yeah. Do you know? So I don't think it's all their fault. I think it's like a product of the realm. I totally get your point on that. But just on the last episode, if anyone watched it, like they were all talking about how like you're meant to love yourself and all this. And I'm like, but do you actually love yourself when you're injecting yourself with filler, Botox, getting all these things done? I feel like you can't be promoting. I just don't know. That's what a lack of transparency with them and honesty. Do you know, like they're afraid to go too far with being like too honest, you know, that kind of way. And that's the, where they get themselves in trouble then. Well, because, that's what I, the yeah. glory that they're trying to chase or the angle that they're trying to chase. They would get it if they mm. were just completely transparent to be like, yeah, like I do get work done yeah. because I feel this pressure for always having to look perfect. Yeah, I feel like that would actually make them so much more relatable. Yeah. And I think they're on this complete PR stunt to try and seem relatable. Like, I don't know if you saw this thing on TikTok I need to get off TikTok, Neve. I'm strung out. <laughs> I told you, I had to take detox. I know, I need to start, I don't know, presenting my facts in another way, like saying like I read a book or something. <laughs> I'm just, just I'm really calling myself out here all the time. So I read a book, right? And The it was, TikTok book. Yeah, and it was um, basically saying how Kylie Jenner now has started to like run through her makeup bag in her car right yeah. to try and make her look more ordinary like you know they like the makeup bloggers would and they yeah, yeah. very ordinary and like the person's like you are a billionaire like what the hell are you doing sitting in your car pulling mm. stuff? you're just trying to be normal and it's, yeah. it's not penetrating because it's just the world's apart yeah I totally agree and like with even you. with the in the episode where like we were watching them do a driving lesson I know I just think that the Kardashians they're just for what 
Exactly. They're just trying to be ordinary. And I think I would actually prefer, and I love people, you know, like when you meet like some, like some like really rich mates and they don't own. No. <laughs> you know, like some friend or like some people that, you know, are like hugely rich and then some of them just don't own that they're wealthy. Like I would prefer people to just own what like they Like the have. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. It's like, I'm rich. Yes. Like I just love people who are brutally honest. Well, it takes like, the nearly self-loathing then off somebody yeah. else that you're like yeah. shit like why can't I be that disciplined mm. why mm. can't I get up at 5am or if I am getting up at 5am and I'm doing whatever the Kim K mm. workout why am I getting those results Yeah, it's yeah. so reckless I think mm. and mm. I think we're in this kind of shift now of like I know I'm always harping on with this where people are just so sick of like that perfection thing. I know. I feel like we were getting somewhere a couple of years ago. Do you know? Really? Like, yeah, I feel like everyone was like becoming more body confident and like there wasn't much filters. Now I feel like we're going backwards very quickly again. Like I feel like we're going back to the 90s where Stick Thinny was great. Like the Special K ads where you lose two screen size. back that way? I feel like I feel like when I go on Instagram, that's how I feel. I feel like everything is just... (laughs) But I think all that filter filter stuff and body positivity, a lot of it was because it's in, do you know? Exactly, it was a trend. Yeah, yeah. it's so annoying where, like, it was just a trend for people. Now I actually don't see a lot of people promoting. There's a few people, but not as much anymore. Like, it's just very, very, like, there's just a huge filter on everything. It's so worrying for, like, younger Younger. generation. And, like... Even just with like, I suppose, the information you receive on social media, like mm. there's so much like unregulated. Oh, it's ridiculous. Unregulated, I suppose, fake news, fake info and all mm. these unregulated services can get at you way easier than they would have been able to before. Right, totally. Like even, you know, getting Botox or lip yeah. fillers and all that sort of stuff. It's just like you, you can just pick up Instagram and it's just there ready for you and you've yeah. no way of sussing out if it's if it's good or reputable or not I know, you know I know so I wanted to ask you yeah do you have Botox no no like I don't have anything done at no. all yeah. right yeah. like nothing and I got fee brows do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> that's about as far as I went <laughs> but I found myself I never ever ever considered Botox because I was like oh whatever I don't need a scrap yeah. but then I noticed it like my friends started getting it and then I was like it was more on my radar I was like yeah. oh should I get Botox and then like some people were like no you don't need it and then I was like I don't really want to get it you I don't need it. it thanks babe I was like I don't want to get it yeah. because once you get it that's it yeah. you kind of have to just keep getting it I feel because yeah. you're going to notice it more then and I personally feel with no medical qualifications at all this is just my opinion but I feel like this whole Botox is preventative yeah. it's just a marketing spin to get you to get it what I will say right so I have Botox yeah. and I've gotten it like a couple of times and I now your skin does look great I will give it to you but like people have people always I have to say I've been very blessed a lot of people have complimented my skin over the years I look after my skin I try to get facials every so often when I can and I invested in good skincare and you know drinking loads of water taking my supplements yada 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 yeah. but when people ask me when my skin looks good, I can never lie to them. I was like, like I have a bit of Botox, babe. Yeah. Like I can't deny it. For what? Why I've like not? a little bit around my eye and on my forehead. Yeah. Now what I will say, I had actually really bad expression lines. Now this, I'm not promoting Botox, by the way. I'm just telling you my Your personal experience. experience. Yeah. I actually had really bad expression lines, and when you actually look at my lovely mum and dad, they have really 
deep expression lines on their forehead. And when I was, I think I was about 26, 27. Yeah. I just remember my makeup used to sitting into it. And I used to be a little bit paranoid because I was putting myself up there on Instagram. Yeah, of course. And I felt like, I was like, oh God, I'd much prefer like, you know, my forehead not to be. Because honestly, my makeup would really sit into it. Some people do say that. I do understand that. Yeah. And since getting the Botox, the lines have never been as bad. Now they come back, but they've never been as bad. But they were very, very deep. And... I'm not going to lie, I love getting a little Botox top up. It's just one thing that I love. But I think you need to be at a certain age to get it. I think anything under the age of 28, 29, I feel like you probably don't need it. What age were you? Oh, I was like, oh, I was was 27, 28. Oh, I remember when I got it. When was I? When was 2019? Four years? Four years ago. So I got it four years ago. So 2019 was the year that I just ran amok. (laughs) I had sold my house. I had broke free from a previous relationship and I was working mad out in the gym. I had Coachella, I had everything on. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, I need to get Botox, you know, and get like these expression lines away. Yeah, I don't. Really- but do you think, like, is that not just like a little bit of a thing? It's like, we can't be happy with what we have sort of a thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You felt like you're like, I'm putting myself out there. I need to be perfect. You know what? When I was sitting down getting this, I was like, no, I'm actually just getting this for me. Like, yeah. genuinely when he was, it was like the makeup that was just, I was just like, I just want to see if this goes. And I've never been happy but with that. But that's great though. Like, yeah. you're getting it for you because you're like, yeah. this is what I want to get. I want to get from. Whereas when I was getting it, I never, it would never enter my brain. And then all my peers were getting it. And I was like, Oh, should I get it? And then mm. I was like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to resist it because it was never on my radar. So what I will say, though, I was influenced before with getting... Those Jesus influencers. Those Jesus influencers. <laughs> I wasn't an influencer and I was a makeup artist and I was actually, I don't know when it was, I had a little scar on the top of my lip. Yeah. And this makeup artist was doing my makeup, lovely makeup artist. But she was just like, oh, if you get like lip filler, that will like go away. And she was like, you actually have a really small upper lip. Like it'd probably be nice. I know. So I went and got my lips done and I looked a bit ridiculous. I was just, I, I don't even think, I didn't even, I cut like a half a mil or whatever it was. Yeah. But I remember thinking, oh my God, yeah, I need to get my lips done. And at the time, a load of people were getting their lips yeah. done. And I was like, oh, maybe I should just get it done. And I remember being having Jamie being so disappointed with me because he was like, you didn't do that for you. Yeah, I understand you got Botox because you actually spoke about it for about a year before you got it done. Yeah, you were giving it thought. But you were giving it thought. But this, someone just said it to you and you've seen other people getting it done. So you just felt like you needed to. Yeah. And yeah, I haven't got them done since and I won't but I just remember feeling that was one time that I felt pressure yeah from other people and then this makeup artist telling me that I basically needed them done yeah and I was devo and I was like oh and that was the time that I just felt like oh god like I kind of regretted it so I was like oh I at least it goes though doesn't it it does yeah it doesn't last yeah like this is the thing it's like I don't think people realize like stuff that you're putting in your face okay the lip fillers yeah, it you can dissolve. get it dissolved and right? then I think it slowly goes after time so I never got mine dissolved it just kind of went went away yeah Um, but I read this thing in the, in the Irish Times right and it was a, a dermatologist so her name is Katrina Ryan she's from the Institute of Dermatologists right and she was like having these tight puffed enlarged lips it's like a fashion statement so it's almost like carrying whatever the in bag is mm-hmm. um, so like a Gucci bag of our generation and mm-hmm. it's just it's trend based and the more you do it you could end up ruining your face ruining your and this face. is not me again if somebody's like yeah I want to get it pop okay. off do yeah. it for you if it's something mm-hmm. for you do it but I just think we're all in these like 
beauty standard trends are being rammed down our face and we all have like distorted views of what beauty is now because of what we're consuming Mm -hmm. that it's dangerous for like the younger people if they got something more long term you know people are getting all their fucking jaw shit done yeah yeah, Botox in their jaw or or even more something more extreme extreme I don't know isn't filler I thought filler in the face doesn't go I thought you have to get it out it doesn't dissolve but even like do you ever uh, I know this is like a side note but any girl that I've seen under the age of 17 with those lashes that are about to take off into the sky. Lashes are a right passage, Neve. Okay. The thick black ones. Yeah, they're like deck chairs. They're like deck. Honestly, their they're like so sore. They're like umbrellas coming out of their eyes. Yeah. Where did that trend come oh, from? Oh, but I walked the lash green mile as well for we- many years. Yes, but not that bad. No, when I realised I had to stop getting it done, I'd go in and be like, just natural. And I was like, <laughs> I have natural lashes. <laughs> so I was like, I have to stop the shit. Oh, God. But I actually took the perfect time to like go cold turkey. It was like February 2020. Oh, now we had COVID. COVID and I was like, yes. I know. Now I can see my beady little eyes now for a while. Your eyes look great. Huh? No, but like yeah. they were beady AF after the lashes. But yeah, no, but I, I think lashes aren't permanent. Like, do you know? No, I know. But it's just like that trend at the moment. They Jerry. look so sore. But they, ever said, the girl's eyes look painful. They're red raw. Red raw. And the pictures get up of them like before and after. And after you can barely see their eyes because they're just covered with these like black Thanks. Do you wear a lash on a night out? It depends. Not always. I actually, I'm very blessed. I um, use, well, actually, this is a tip for everyone. What's the lash thing called? Revital Life or something? Yeah, or Eye Glow. Eye Glow. No, no, no. Castor Oil. Pure oh, Castor Oil. Oh, yes, as well. And I have put it on my eyebrows. Me too. And my eyelashes. Yeah. And girls, I got it on Amazon and it's absolutely amazing. Oh, I get mine in the health shop. Well, it gets it in the health Oh, yeah, whatever. I got mine on Amazon and also as well, a top tip, my beauty thing. My hair is after coming down loads and I just notice even my lashes and everything. Rosemary oil. You massage it onto your scalp. These are tips that I have found and I've used it the last six months and I've seen a huge difference. Really? And it's all very natural. Very good. So give it a go. Yeah, we're yeah. in our natural era. We're here. in our natural love yourself <laughs> era. But I will still get Botox. And I don't play this back to me if I go full throttle on the plastic <laughs> surgery. You I, will not. I, no, I can't imagine I do. But like, Neve, you know what I'm like. Yeah. I'll catch a wind or something then like an hour later and be like, oh yeah, no, it's grand. But you know what I was thinking last night in bed? I've now grown into a pair of boobs, thankfully. I'm now like what, 31, but I've never had boobs before. But I remember being called so flat chested when I was I younger. Can't get over that because honestly, like you've great boobs. No, I do now because I put on a few, a few pounds over COVID. Yeah, but you look great. No, I do. No, no, no. I'm enjoying, I do I'm look just, great. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm holding my boobs here. <laughs> I'm like, Meow. no, they grew into them. But my mum always said that she didn't get boobs until she was 30, but she was holding off. But I remember being like 18, 19 and I was so flat chested. Like I literally just had a little nipple. And I remember saying to myself that I was always going to get a boob job because I was just always called flat chested. And do you even remember when you were younger and you used to get, I know I don't know if I should say this, but anyway, we used to get like, the word would be used to get topped. Oh God. And I remember people would be like, you never want to top me because she has no boobs. Oh my God. And that used to stay in my head. So yeah. I used to always think... I honestly genuinely used to say to my friends that I was going to save up and get a boob job when I was like over the age of 21. Yeah. But I do feel like there's a, a fine line, right? Well, this is just my fine line. Like I, 
empower anybody if somebody has like a real insecurity or something that they're yeah. really down with on the whole time and they've given it a long consideration out of thought mm. and they're doing it for them to make them feel better yeah go do it go do it do it like whatever makes you feel better do you know what I mean but it's more just like stuff that was never on your radar and then you start like consuming it and you're yeah. like oh god should I get that yeah okay or you know even when you're younger like I remember how it's so normal now to have this is Probably TMI, but anyway, it's so normal to have like hair around your nipples, right? <laughs> okay. But I was told when I was like, when I was younger, like I think it was like one of the girls, one of the lads was like, eh, you can never have hair around your nipples. And that stayed with me for so long. And I was so paranoid, even up until my mid 20s. I used to like try pluck them or wax them. I could never, like, obviously, like I'd still do that now, but it used to be, I used to think I was the only one yeah. with hairy nipples. And then I started <laughs> talking to people about them. They'd be like, Neve, everyone gets hair on their nipples. But isn't it so funny how something when you're so younger, when you're in this vulnerable mindset yeah. and you're trying to keep up with these like beauty standards, like, you know, everyone gets hair everywhere. But I just thought I was the only one because it was said to me. And then I grew up then with this little insecurity that I was the oh, only no. one with hairy nipples. I know, it's like, I just feel what we've consumed has just set such an unattainable thing. But I know you're like, oh, you feel we're going back into the 90s. I don't feel that way at all. I feel... What? I, really? I, I really don't. I think it's fucking really slow. Mm. But like we're kind of trying to chip away at it. I feel like there's more diversity being shown to us now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For that. Whether it's for the right or wrong reasons in terms of like corporation just trying to jump on. the Like it's like that's a cash cow nearly to show that you're in with this. And, and, yeah. and if, if, if corporations are doing it for that reason, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do feel there still is like a little bit of a shift and we're trying to like push back against all the toxicity that we went through. Like even Eve, do you remember the message that we got there a couple of weeks ago off this oh, lovely yeah. girl off the back of our, our episode with Siobhan O'Hagan we were talking about body image and everything and she sent us both this gorgeous message. Um, Thank you both for your honest content and the one with Siobhan today hit hard. I'm someone who's 32 suffering with chronic anorexia since 18 and now I have osteoporosis and all the rest. I wish I had all this information during the toxic naughties Thank you. It's all really informative and realistic. It's scary, really, as I think of young girls. I nearly want to snap them out of it. It's ruined my life, but I am so far gone now. I've accepted it and know no different. When you're young, you don't think about fractures or even having kids. The years pass by and it's too late. I wish I could wrap girls up from social media and the pressures of today. Oh God, that nearly made me emotional. I know. Um, and just for, you know, really thank that gorgeous girl for reaching out and for listening and sharing that with us. I know she's getting help herself in her own way, but obviously for herself to reach out to BodyWise and anyone else who's feeling maybe a little bit along that path or, or triggered or upset by what we've said to definitely check out the BodyWise website. And their number is 01210 I'm just going to say that one more time because I'm very bad with numbers. <laughs> so 01210 So that's BodyWise. But like, that's the crux of it all, isn't I know. it? It's so sad. So, so, so sad. I'm glad we can read that message out and thanks for that girl. Obviously, God love her. Like, she's obviously not in the best place for her. For her to share her story yeah. with us really helps that we can share with other people for anyone who's listening that, you know, you're not to be consumed by all this. It's so hard because you just, you're getting it from everywhere, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, 100%. Like, everywhere you're consuming some sort of information or retaining something. Mm. It's like, sometimes it's nearly like death by a thousand cuts. So that's why, for me... 
I'm always trying to push back on this struggle of, no, I'm not getting Botox yeah. at the moment. Good for you. Because I'm like, I never wanted it. Mm-hmm. Never something. Like, I always was like so conscious of my teeth, right? Yeah. So then I got braces. That's grand. You know, yeah. it's like yeah, something yeah. that made me feel better. Mm-hmm. But that's something I've always was like, oh God. But for Botox, I was like, no. no. Just going to see how I go, you yeah. know? But yeah, I just think that that's probably a good indication of kind of what we're, yeah. we're going on about. And anyone listening, know that you're not alone and there's so much support out there. Yeah, and we're all hit by it in our own ways. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know, I really admire people who just aren't actually on social media. It's such a healthy way to live. Like, there's yeah. some parts of it that I love. There's so much crack on it and everything. And as I said, I'm a big TikTok enthusiast. Mm-hmm. But it's so dangerous and damaging, probably in ways that we're still not really aware of yet. Yeah, 100%. Like, even in the Barbie movie yesterday, when they were like, this is sad Barbie. She goes home and watches TV for five hours and scrolls on Instagram, getting sad about other people getting engaged and blah, 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 and then goes mm. to sleep. I was like, oh my gosh, we're all sad Barbie. Yeah. So, now I read this somewhere, but I don't know how true this is, but there's been such an increase in people getting nose jobs over people taking selfies on their phone camera because it's different to, like, the back camera. So there's been an increase in people who want to change their nose. And also there's so many of those filters. Like, I have, like, a little... Sculpted from the gods. No, I have a gas nose, but... um, You have a gas nose. No, but when... So what what I need to say is when I use some of these filters, you know where you put some on for the crack... And like, they always change the nose as well. So I can fully see... It sculpts it in, doesn't it? Yeah, I can fully see that happening. And oh God, sometimes Instagram and the world is just a scary, scary place. There's such a thing with body image as well. Mm. And like, we went so long thinking like the thigh gap was like the perfect body. And like heroin chic and all that sort of stuff. And now it's like we're trying to move into like more normal, healthy looking bodies. Yeah, I remember those waist trainers. Oh God, yeah. Or the skinny tea era. Oh, the boo tea or whatever oh, yeah. it was called. Yeah. Jesus. I never bought it, never tried it. No. I remember my mum just telling me that that was full of like rotten stuff because I wouldn't have, I have good kidneys, but kidneys. Kidneys. <laughs> kidneys. I have good kidneys, but I wouldn't have the best kidneys. Oh, I'd really? Be, yeah, I'd be, like all of my brother, like he may have to get two kidney transplants oh. in the near future. Yeah. So we just need to mind them. That's all. But we would be prone to infection. But I remember my mum telling me that they were so bad for like your liver and kidneys. Mm. And I was tempted at a very, even though I was, I have to admit, like genetically, I would be quite small framed. Like, yeah. But I remember, you know, I think it was on Snapchat at the time and everyone was. Chloe like, Kardashian was pumping them out. Was she? Yeah. yeah. All it does, there's nothing good in them. All they do is make, I think they just make you go to the toilet. Yeah, and it's the calorie deficit as well. If you're only yeah. drinking tea, you're not consuming enough, enough ne- calories. So I mean, that's no- obviously you're going to lose weight. Yeah, and there's no nutrients. You're just literally, mm. uh, what happens to your body when that happens? Like your body goes into, it's almost like going into a little bit of a relapse and then like all you want to do is eat then. Like it's so bad for you. Like there's just a counter active like yeah. thing going on with this. Yeah, well it's kind of like what they're saying. Again, I'm not a doctor, but just what I've heard like around the whole Ozempic thing. It's oh. like, first of all, it's for people who have diabetes. So yeah. there's a whole shortage there of people who actually need it. But mm. then it's like, it's not sustainable because if you come off it, then apparently you just put all the weight back on and more. Yeah. You can't just stay on something forever, no. you know. And I did. I actually, I know one or two people that are on it at the minute. Do you? Yeah. But for like? For weight loss. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't realise that it's actually an, an injection. 
Oh yeah, it's a pen. It's a sort pen. Of a I thing. didn't. I didn't know. I thought it was a tablet or something. Oh. But supposedly that you feel really groggy, really tired. You vomit. You vomit. You've no energy. You can't eat. Like it sounds disastrous. In but my like, opinion. I just really hope that we're not coming across like we're judging people because we're not. Oh, we're no, just no. talking about it like as women in this kind mm. of situation that we're consuming. All why you want to put your body through that? I know. Do you know? Just to, 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 to feel skinny or to fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And is that going to make you feel good at the end of the day? Like You might lose weight, but like your body will take a battery. Yeah. Do you know? When you actually think about it like that, it's like, oh, imagine you just were like, oh, no, I, I love my body. It helps me go from A to B. I'm able to hopefully have a child one yeah. day. It keeps me alive. Mm. Blah, blah. You know, all that sort of stuff. I was talking about that with my friend yesterday who's pregnant. And, you know, off the back of the Barbie movie, it's like the language you're going to use to your kids, you really want to work on it. Yeah, like, oh God. Again, because we grew up in the 90s and the Weight Watchers era and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. And she's going to be like, oh, like, you know, I'm so happy for my lungs. They give mm. me all this air and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Just that sort of stuff. Because you, you don't realise how much penetrates in when you're younger. Oh my God, we're like sponges. Totally. Yeah, and on all those beauty standards... Like, you can really see how it can, like, get to someone so much. Like, even, do you remember, like, what was it, 2009, that Britney shaved her head? I forget what year it was. 2007, I think. You're always forgetting 2007. I know. Prior to 2007. Where was I then? One for the books. One for the books. But when Britney shaved her head, like, I know that was a bit of a mental health thing, but I know, like, just the pressure of it all got too much for her. I remember she felt like people were, like, touching her hair or then... I also think it's like that she didn't really want to be like recognised so she like shaved all her hair off. Yeah. And then, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Mm. Did you actually watch, I watched a bit of it, her removal in Bray. I watched a little bit She's of it and I had to just turn it off. It was so beautiful. And yeah, just, gorgeous. But... And you see what they're doing on Bray Head for her now. Yeah. It's so lovely. Yeah. I'm sure everybody's seen it. It's like air rode in like the grass and it was there in World, World War, War II, II, I think. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. I don't know, let someone know it was, it was let Ireland pe- yes let people know that it was Ireland not to bomb us that you'd need it to go another country okay. over <laughs> but they've added Sinead to it as well but yeah, yeah in her, so did you watch the documentary I haven't watched it yet because I haven't been able to watch it yeah. I need to be in the right mental headspace. I watched it when it came out in October and like oh just probably be very emotional watch now because even then it was just like when she was still here it was like she was just such a trailblazer and such an important person for women in Ireland oh, she was and for minorities and all that sort of stuff but like mm. I think it was in that documentary she said it or in one of the interviews and it's resurfaced and she was saying the reason that she shaved her head was she didn't want anything to do with pretty she was like pretty is dangerous to me and she's like I want to be taken serious as an artist and for my music and not for how I look so it was like women you're put in these boxes aren't you if you just can be the pretty one and she Mm -hmm. was like pushing back on that yeah you know she just really pushed back didn't she I didn't realise so it would have been 30 years ago because I think it was in 89 or 88 where she tore up the picture of the Pope yeah so like that was like I feel like there's only been a bit of a movement in the last 6 to 10 years with like people really speaking out about all these things 30 years ago she ripped up like she was above and beyond her time and she just wasn't afraid like I really she's just so important and like I suppose she said you know I sacrificed my career Mm -hmm. with that moment like I didn't care like her manager when she did that on Saturday Night Live Mm. at the end of I don't know if I'm sure everybody's seen it now at this point but at the end of her performance of Saturday Night Live she takes a picture of Pope John Paul and rips it up Mm. and she's like fight the real enemy and she was like my manager went into a hotel for three days and turned his phone off but she was like 
in Ireland, we knew what the Catholic Church had done, but yeah. she was like, America didn't know. And she was saying in an interview, she was like, it's like we always say about the Americans, nothing happened until they find out about it. Yeah. So they were all going crazy, being like, how dare she, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, we could go on with tonight kind of forever. Could, we could. And I just actually want to bring back, you know, when you were saying there that like you put like women into boxes and like Sinead felt like she was put into a box for being pretty. Yeah. And I actually remember just being put in a box for like being I won't say pretty but like you know just like this dumb blonde because I was yeah. blonde hair and I was like an airhead and like just the difference between how brunettes versus blondes like blondes were always like this dumb airhead and you know even like that movie Elle Woods and Legally Blonde although she comes around now and she's amazing but at the start like she was just like the stereotypical stereotypical yeah. dumb blonde yeah and I remember feeling that way and I think it was like when I was going 21 I was considering dyeing my hair brown or just going darker because I remember it was just I'm okay hang on a sec I am a little bit like fruity tooty in my head sometimes I'm a little bit of a fairy that's just a part of my DNA and my personality yeah. Yeah. I'm just one of those like kind of fairy people but that yeah, doesn't take away from still my still very smart yeah. Every, Jesus everybody's like has yeah. their moments has their you know? moments and that's just a part of my personality I've always just been a bit like I wouldn't say ditzy but just like like I yeah. just don't take things seriously I think yeah. it is so I'm just like you know don't take a lot of things seriously but I remember feeling like I remember like going into like I would have done a lot of internships throughout like my early 20s and work and I just remember not being taken seriously because I was just like this small little blonde and I'm, an intern and an intern yeah, that was whammy. blonde and, <laughs> and was just like oh, she won't know what she was doing and I just was like I've actually so much intelligence like I'm smart like mm. I'm a quick learner I'm you know motivated but I just never felt taken seriously and I was felt like it was because I was just like do you actually think it was because of your hair colour like is that why you were considering going dark or yeah like when you're young you take a lot of things said to you very seriously. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you're really, you're quite vulnerable in your younger years and anything said, you don't take it with a pinch of salt. Well, I didn't anyway. So I kind of felt like, I was like, oh my God, do I need to like change my appearance now to be taken more seriously? Did you dye your hair ever? Yeah, I dyed it. <laughs> How did it go for you? So I actually have a few gas hair disaster stories and I feel like your hair is such a big part of people's identity. Yeah, definitely. Like it's huge. And like I have a few gas stories. Like I remember not wanting to leave the house. I did like this, I think it was like a hair show. You know when people did those hair oh, shows? Yeah. I remember being in fifth year. And I'm actually going to throw a photo up on my Instagram when this goes out so you can see how bad this hair was. So just to describe it, I had a fringe, but it was like a bowl fringe. And it went right around past my ears and to like the nape of my neck. And where the nape of my neck was, I had this mullet. Oh, the mullet And it was bleach, bleach blonde. Like it was almost like yellow blonde. And I remember getting it done and I remember coming into school with a shower cap on my head and my friends were like Neve, you look ridiculous take the shower cap off I was like you don't want to see what's underneath here and I couldn't miss class because it was part of one of the projects that we had to like physically be in it was like an oral or something yeah. so I was begging my mum and dad I was like please can you bring my teacher to ask to move my oral for another day they were like no you have to get into school so the whole day I walked around with a shower cap on my head and I remember being like nobody's ever going to like, what am I going to do? I felt so, I felt really ugly. And it was just like, I'll never ever do this again. Yeah. And then it was so funny. I remember when I was 15 or 14, my sister, my little sister, there's three in my family. So my sister's the youngest. I have a brother in between. And 
which I'll never forget this. Remember you used to like cut your hair when you were younger? No, or do, never. Do you never cut your hair? No. I, you know, I haven't done my own hair since my christening navel. I've been in the hairdressers since I was a young one. Nessa's uh, love language was a blow dry. I got a blow dry it all together now. I know. Somehow. I was so delighted for you yeah. to be honest because I know that meant yeah. a lot for you. <laughs> but um, so if I'm sure like we'd love to actually hear any of your hair disaster stories. So please fill them in because I feel like everyone has, well you don't, the odd one out. Oh no, I've had, I've had a bad time but. Well you know the way when you were younger you just want to cut your hair so my sister to paint a picture for you had this beautiful long goldeny blonde her, her hair was so blonde in some parts it was almost like white like mm. it was this gorgeous it was almost like she was from Sweden or something mm. she had this beautiful long blonde hair and my mum loved getting it to a certain length whatever so one day she decided to cut it all off and she cut it all off so badly that there was like only like about I'd say not even an inch from her hairline in her forehead and it was all chip chopped everywhere but she was so gassed that my mum she was such a mad child basically she was the best child but she was a little bit mad she just didn't give a fuck to be honest just I feel like the youngest never really give a fuck anyway my mum had to put it in this like I'll never forget it this glass green jar so my mum was just like she has to realise what she's done to her hair I have to keep it in the kitchen so like Grace would walk by and sometimes like take her hair out she didn't care my mum was just like I have to try to teach this girl a lesson so when I was about 14 15 at the time I wanted to get highlights and my sister would go into the jar and she's like I know what highlights we can give you take her own hair out of her jar put them on and she used to like like clip them to my head I was like Grace stop like this young age she just didn't give a flying feckers and then I'll never forget another hair disaster story where I was actually it was my first VIP style awards and I was actually nominated for like I think it was like something stylish influencer or whatever it was and my hair was green God. I remember doing putting this like doing this colorista thing, and because I had extensions, the extensions like gripped onto the color, and it went fully green. And I remember going to my first VIP style awards, and I remember people looking at me when I was there. There was a few TV presenters I won't mention their names, but they like passed comments <gasps> on it, and I was oh. like, I actually had to put my hair back. I had it back, and like this and that. Yeah. I just had to be like, yeah, sorry, I couldn't get it out. It's like, is there nothing you could do with that? I was like, you're making me feel really yeah, what bad. Can you do. Yeah. I got the 12 week blow dry before. Oh, yeah. You know, that's not around anymore. No, it is. No, there's a different version of it. The, yeah. the Brazilian blow dry is no more. The, there's some chemical that's banned in Europe. Well, let me tell you, <laughs> biggest regret of my life. Mm. You're meant to get it and it's meant to enhance your hair. My hair essentially looked greasy for 12 weeks. It was the pits and it stopped growing and everything. I was devastated oh no devastated is that your only hair disaster story oh no I, I tried to go kind of like a caramelly blonde before as well <laughs> well thank you for that but why are you laughing you're so dark oh How no you... <laughs> oh no Neve. what was the influence behind that you're just so dark I wanted to change I oh, just yeah. like well I'm naturally light I know you are sorry but I'm like even my mom brought me into this world bad bitch she was like, oh no, 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 the dark, go back, go back. Go back, go back. It was like tiger stripes. <laughs> I rang, the, I'm not going to say the hairdresser, I rang them the day later and I was like, what the fuck have you done to my hair? Like I was like, can I speak to your manager please? I was only about like 24 and I was like, this, get it off my head immediately if not sooner and they had to put me back dark but it destroyed my hair. It's but my hair is really long and healthy now but like... It's beautiful now. I grafted for it. Do you remember for any blondes out there or anyone who would have got colour done remember you used to like get your hair done in a hair net and you used to pull your hair through the net 
if you How want. old are you? I'm 31, babe. And I don't, that's like And it was about 12, 15 years year. ago. Used to put like this cap on and pull it through. I'm bemused. And it used to be so painful. And then like, I remember like some of my friend's sisters would do her hair. They do like this back-to-back bleach with so much tin foil. Their hair be like falling out. Oh, like the wow. stuff you used to do when you're younger. And do you remember you used to pluck your eyebrows until there was no hair left? Yeah, I don't know how we've all made it out of here with boyfriends really, do you know what I mean? Like, but I, I definitely think like we could go on and on till the cows come home about yeah. all the disasters we've had, but I'd love to hear. Oh, like, I'd love to hear from so people. So email us at unveiled at goloudnow.com or just message us on Instagram. Yeah. We want to hear all your disaster stories. Pictures or, uh, are appreciated. Yeah, pictures are appreciated or just little stories because there's so many things that you used to do when you were younger yeah. that are just, remember like you used to like, I remember shaving in the middle of like my eyebrow because I thought it was cool. I do think that's cool. Not for girls, but I I really want my boyfriend to. I think it's I got cool. grounded for a month. Oh. I was let out after 10 days now, but I did get grounded did for a month. Did your brow grow back within the 10 days? No, th- actually, not really. <laughs> There's a part there oh, that like taken. misses hair a little bit. Like the things you used to do when you were younger. Beyond. Thank God I never shaved my lip. I had a hairy lip when I was younger. <laughs> and my mum was just like, whatever you do, don't shave that. Like I'll wax it. <laughs> I'm giggling to myself here because I just think there's just not, it's actually a bit of nostalgia. The things you used to do when you were younger that you look back are kind of really funny. Yeah. But we would honestly love to hear your thoughts on all the whole world of beauty standards. Have you ever felt pressured? Yeah. Also any hair disaster stories, things you used to get up to when you were younger, behind your mom and dad's back what you used to do with your friends you know tell us all we'd love to read a few stories that I think it'd be really really good there for there any like 90s beauty hacks that you yeah. used to do that you look back. like people used to like iron their iron hair, their hair. Yeah. yeah so funny and actually some of them have made some sort of a revival I feel like you know people on TikTok now they're like curl your hair with a dressing gown rope oh yeah and that's really old for your hair because there's no um, no heat no heat yeah mm. so please share sharing is caring sharing is caring yeah and yeah, that is all from us today. We really enjoyed that episode. I hope you enjoyed it yeah. too. So don't forget to get in touch at unveiled.goloud.com and we'll see you next time. Yeah, I always mess the email address up, but it's actually unveiled.goloud.now.com. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for you. listening to our big rant energy. Woo-woo. We'll be back in your ears next week. And goodbye. We love goodbye. you. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. This is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey. A Go Loud original podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.